The clock is ticking on a real problem in this country. We have a deficit that's growing larger every year. The government's spending more, a trillion dollars more than it takes in. We need to solve that problem. And Les Winston, how would he solve it, Peter? Socialsocharity.org. Socialsocharity.org, right. Go there and find out why it's important for you to do some planning now to figure out how to solve this problem by using charitable resources. Socialsocharity.org. It's the way to go. It's the next generation social security. This is Endow American Network. I'm Les Winston. My co-host is Peter Mendez. And we're uh, talking about taxes, that uh, there are two tax codes in the country, one for the informed, one for the uninformed, uh, that people who don't use the tax code to their benefit are just missing out on, uh, on uh, you know, lowering taxes and finding ways to, to get more for their, for their more value for their money. Yeah, and the vast uh, transfer of wealth that's going to be taking place uh, over the next 30 years. Yeah, and then you got... The I think that one of the problems that a lot of people are, suffer from is they get a paycheck um, and they take the paycheck and they tear it off the pay stub and they go to the bank and they put the pay stub somewhere else and never really pay attention to the pay stub. But on that pay stub, if you look at what they take out in the form of taxes, it's pretty meaningful. But most people think about it in terms of what am I going to get back when I file my taxes? It's like yeah. <laughs> if you, get a, if you get a refund, you're ahead of the game. Correct. And uh, not necessarily looking at what it costs to get that refund. Mm -hmm. So you're uh, the president of a staffing company. You've got a lot of employees that work for you, some full-time, some part-time, some seasonal. And in that, in that regard, I know you think about it differently than a lot of businesses do. You're not a bottom-line person. You're more of a caring business owner. Uh, you, you care about your employees. You care about the community. You care about the things that are important. So from that perspective, how would you... How would you explain something like this to an employee? How would you tell them that this is a value to them and they should consider this if they're in that position? Well, uh, essentially, whether you are someone of a modest income or a middle income or a very affluent income, um, you are confronted with the same dynamics. Uh, namely, you have to uh, put aside uh, or make enough so that you can meet your immediate needs. Put aside something for your future and then limit whatever is taken away from you as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And to that extent, uh, all of our employees are subject to the same dynamics that I happen to be as, as an owner of a company. It may be at a different scale. Um, you've made reference to that. There are five documents that we all need to have. Mm -hmm. um, it, there are five different tax levels that we all need to be uh, sensitive to. Mm -hmm. And I'd let you go into that um, on your own, right? Uh, you're much better versed at that than I am. Uh, there are five risks that, that one need be concerned about. Mm -hmm. And I happen to like, uh, I was very much attracted to the uh, opportunity for making incremental contributions that a tool like Social Security affords, that someone with a modest to middle income is able to mirror contributions comparable to what they do with Social Security in any event, and then that they can customize the benefits and reap much more benefits than uh, they would with a tool as limited as Social Security uh, and capitalize on some of the uh, some of the methodologies used by much more wealthy individuals. Right. So now um, it raises the question of who helps somebody do that? Uh, who helps the individual employee actually do that? And so um, most, uh, I mean, um, uh, 
depending on whether an employee is earning enough to itemize their deductions, I mean, a lot of people do their own tax returns on a postcard. Uh, the government's made it easy for you to pay the tax. Um, and the question is whether or not you can do some things to itemize to be able to do some creation of a retirement fund using some tax deductions uh, that would be itemized in the form of a charitable contribution to a pooled income fund, for example, which would enable an individual to get income later on while getting a little bit lower taxes now. So the government's paying a portion of that. But in, in the situation where you have, when we talked about the five hazards, which you alluded to before, uh, the five hazards are dying too soon, losing your property by theft or destruction, getting sued by third parties, the cost of medical care and disability, and the last one is living too long. When we talk about the hazard of living too long, it's the one that falls usually by the wayside until the people are comfortable with being able to part with some of their capital. Mm -hmm. uh, so in order to get to the, the basis of solving the living too long problem, the government has given us the vices to use. So I would say to an individual employee, do you have your IRA complete? Do you have your own IRA up to, up to date? Mm -hmm. If your employer is not giving you a, a retirement plan, you can make your own retirement plan using an IRA. Have you done that? And if you've done that, and you've covered all your other expenses and you still have some excess left over and you are paying taxes, you have to think about whether you want to take some of that excess and create more towards your retirement. The, and, and the issues that occur, um, you know, it's like the retirement plans that we have, even the ones that the government gives us, there are some issues with that. Uh, because like in an IRA, you've got a limitation. You can only put in so much a year. But also, they're open to use. Uh, and that's a little bit of a difference in Social Security, which you can't get to, mm -hmm. and Social Security, which you also can't get to. Absolutely. So it, pre it pre prevents the individual from being self-destructive with regard to their retirement plan. Oh, absolutely. Because that happens a lot. Mm -hmm. People get the money accumulated. For whatever reason, they lose their job or something else happens, and automatically they start to gravitate towards that money to use that for the living expenses now. So mm -hmm. it's kind of it ends up being self-defeating. You have a lot of issues. They're not mandatory. The participation in plans isn't mandatory. So we have to change the thinking of this generation that's coming up, this 20 to 50 generation, 20 to 45 generation, that they need to be paying themselves. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that they can do to pay themselves is, of course, take advantage of all the qualified money that they can put aside right. into a qualified plan. And then if there's excess, they can be using social security. Now, Social charity devices, some of them are more complex than others, but the ones that are available to employees in this kind of a situation are fairly easy to get into because they're pooled income funds generally. They don't have to establish a charitable remainder trust or you, they wouldn't be eligible to use a gift annuity. But these are simple things that can be done using the pooled income fund concept that the federal tax code gives us. Mm -hmm. But the employer can do that. So the employer can set up the uh, fund. In order to do that, the employer needs to have an advisor that understands how that works. And the, and the what happens is the employer can't really find that person right now because they're not aware of the of that there's actually a designation of that there's actually a profession of people who are actually skilled in that area who can help the employer do that. And those are the professional philanthropic advisors. We'll talk talk to you a little bit about how you can find a professional philanthropic advisor and why they're important to work with. This is Endow American Network. I'm Les Winston. My co-host is Peter Mendez. Peter is the president of First SOS Staffing. 
which is a um, a very um, I think a wonderful uh, place to work for people who are in the hospitality business and now branching out into other areas. Tell me a little bit about what you were talking about before with regard to uh, colleges and universities. Well, uh, we we are primarily uh, concentrated in the South. East Florida area, right? Uh, the Tri Counties, uh, Miami, Broward, and the Palm Beaches. Uh, we service over a hundred hotels, uh, uh, stadiums, uh, and other food and beverage outlets or venues. Uh, and because we're in a highly seasonal area, um, there are certain periods of the year at which uh, occupancies will go down, and as such, uh, requirements for employees will go down. And uh, one of the um, naturally or synergistic industries that that made sense for us to expand into was education, universities and colleges, namely because it's counter-cyclical to what we uh, are currently servicing. And By counter-cyclical, you mean time frame? Correct. Seasonal? Correct. Yeah. Um, when, when hospitality is booming, uh, usually uh, uh, colleges and universities are off and vice versa. And as such, it affords us the opportunity to provide stable um, employment to our employees, uh, which is what people are interested in. Uh, and as such, that suits our objective to always provide maximum value to uh, our employees and, of course, to our clients as well. So that's one of the things. Great. If you want to reach First SOS Staffing, you can go to their website. That's correct, which is uh, just six characters. uh, 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 One, the number one, not the word, firstsos.com. One S-T-S-O-S.com. So uh, please uh, come by, visit us, whether you are looking for staff or whether you are looking uh, uh, for work. And uh, we would be happy to work with you. Thank you, Peter. And uh, we'll be uh, back with you again soon. Thank you. The clock is ticking. We need to do something about the deficit. This is the Dow American Network. We want you to join, become a contributor, learn how to use Social Security. Go to the website, socialsecurity.org. It's going to help to solve the problem that we have with regard to government overspending. It'll also solve community problems. I'm Les Winston. Peter, how do you like this process? It's everything that Social Security should have been and is not. This is the next generation's Social Security. Go to the website, socialsecurity.org.